Hello everyone and welcome to the latest episode of Report This Post. My name is Geiger and that is Christian. Kamehameha! And we are your hosts with the posts. Every week Christian and I select a different topic and then find horrible posts for your listening pleasure. This week's topic is on the mile. Now, just going straight out with it, Christian. What what the hell is anime? Great, I'm so glad you asked. So I went over mm-hmm. to one of our favorite websites, uh, Simple Wikipedia, mm-hmm. and I found this this definition for anime. Anime is Japanese for animation or cartoon. In Japan, mm-hmm. anime is the word used for all animation. Outside of Japan, the term anime refers to Japanese animation. Some anime is drawn by hand, but anime can also be made with CGI computer animation. There are many types of anime. You can find anime about sports, magic, or romance. These are just some examples. (laughs) Animes are shown on, on television, on DVD, and VHS. Also, some anime cartoons are just movies, but they have cartoon characters and animation instead of real people and places. Anime mm-hmm. is often based on Japanese comics that are called manga. Mm. They're, it's called manga, first of all. <laughs> okay, okay. If we're going to be serious about this episode and give this the respect that sure. we undoubtedly will throughout the uh, the recording. Uh, yeah, that, that's uh, it was news to me. Uh, I feel like somewhat recently, in fact, that uh, those folks called uh, all animation anime. Um, I I figured it was a very certain type. Of uh, well, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even know how to describe it necessarily. Just uh, it definitely gay. has a style. Uh, is that word? <laughs> does that does that word apply here? Just like real real goofy shit that uh, for some reason a whole bunch of uh, highly opinionated political twenty <laughs> three year olds online like to associate themselves with as well. Yeah, that's right. Inexplicably. Mm. Uh, people on both the extreme left and extreme right seem to really embrace it, and uh, sometimes people like us are just in the middle and don't know what to think. Yeah, you know? never, never, ever got into it. Went to art school. Went to school for animation. I'd say ninety-eight percent of the kids that were in my class were going because of anime, mm. and that's all they drew. <laughs> and the teachers were just absolutely just like, yeah, you can't. Like, this is not. <laughs> this isn't for you. Like. That's yeah. Not, you shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> yeah. You were Stop like, I'm drawing here for it. the cool stuff. Uh, comic books. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the, the real now, art form. <laughs> yeah. The, the most important art form of the West. Uh, now, Christian, I want to uh, go ahead and just uh, get started on uh, this episode where we read posts about anime okay. from uh, <laughs> the land of Japan or uh, Nippon. You're going to do this whole time. Okay, great. <laughs> uh-huh. That's right. Okay, all right. Somebody named Obison went to our anime to ask about a relationship on the television cartoon show Dragon Ball Z. Mm. Should Goku and Chi-Chi get a divorce? Seems like every episode, Chi-Chi just bitches at mm. Goku about something. The poor man's constantly terrified of his wife. What kind of relationship is that? Mm. Uh, someone commented... That's the typical Asian wife, even more bitchy of Chinese. Plus, she can't oh. leave him. He was the first to touch her privates, and then in parentheses, anime logic. So, hmm. uh, it's the touching the privates that's anime uh, logic. I guess. Yeah, well, but he also said that's your typical Asian wife. So, is this anime logic or just regular old Asian logic? <laughs> just- <laughs> Because I'm not really sure what it's playing. Your Honor, it's uh, mm-hmm. it's anime logic. No, you'll clearly. <laughs> On the topic of these here Chinese cartoons, um, but but speaking of uh, getting your your different uh, genres of Asians mixed up, here's a, another great relationship that I found. It's uh, from Reddit. Am I the asshole for pretending my Chinese fiance is Japanese? Mm-hmm. I think we know the answer to that one, but uh, let's go ahead and read what he said. So, I've been with my fiancé for about six years, engaged for one. As you're probably thinking to yourself, yes, I am a gigantic weeb. Mm. I met her in college and didn't know her nationality for a while. She was, has a very American last name. I wanted a Japanese girlfriend so badly, but her personality is so amazing, so I dove into a relationship with her anyways. 
Well, the whole time I've just been pretending she's Japanese. When we visited China, I just pretended it was Japan. <laughs> my gamer friends think she's Japanese. My drinking buddies think she's Japanese. Mm. But no other close friends and family know that I'm pretending. At least that's what I thought. I think she found out somehow from one of my drinking buddies who have only met her a handful of times, but she is very upset about it. Uh, literally every uh, every user called him an asshole. Yeah. Uh, no exceptions. Yeah. No, uh, no devil's advocate. Just every single person said, yep. yep. You are what they call an asshole, friend. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I always thought the basis of uh, every good relationship was uh, pretending that your significant other is some alternate race other than what they mm-hmm. actually are. So, yeah. Uh, she's a great girl. She's had a great personality. She just has one small flaw. One massive uh, Godzilla-sized flaw with her personality and everything else about her. Oh, my uh, God. That is... Uh, the dr- the drinking buddies, uh, th- them leaking, one of them leaking it to her. The truth is, that sucks. Like, you can't do that if they... Ne- if they're Like, you can only do that if they're never going to meet. Oh yeah, there's gonna for be sure. something's gonna pop up, and, and and it had to be like a thing where the guy like did something vaguely uh, <laughs> like off color, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Why is this guy like? Why is he like speaking to me in Japanese?" Like, mm-hmm. uh, well, um, yeah, he, he may think you're Japanese. Uh, oh, so I'm, he's a racist? Well, well uh, I no, may have told. I him. may have been telling him for four years that. Uh, you're from uh, the land of the rising sun. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I guess I'm sorry for it. Well, but let me go to Reddit and see if if I should be sorry first. <laughs> let me let me lay this out for the other uh, weebos over there. Mm-hmm. Great. So a now deleted user asks the other weebs over at R Anime, does anyone else especially like girls' feet in anime? Hmm. I don't consider myself to be a foot fetishist. I don't really care for women's feet in real life. I might look at a girl wearing sandals or flats during the summer on the rare occasion I do go outside, but that's about it. But I am very into seeing barefoot girls in anime, and I don't seem to be the only one. There's a huge Hmm. appeal to seeing drawn bare feet. They're ridiculously cute. Here are some examples. This is probably the most famous barefoot girl picture in anime history. Those feet look incredibly (laughs) cute. And uh, include was a link to an image of a very young woman holding a tuba with her bare feet up on a chair. That's really, really odd image. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how it's the uh, most famous. It's the most famous one. <laughs> the other example here. Many anime have foot focus scenes. In many anime, girls often go barefoot, likely because the author has a foot fetish. In Fairy Tale, yeah. for example, Mavis goes barefoot and Ezra goes barefoot in her main battle outfit. The Fairy Tale wiki describes what? Mavis's feet as such. Among one of her most noticeable quirks is that Mavis adores being barefoot. Out of comfort, she shuns shoes and chooses to always wander around barefooted everywhere she goes. And to emphasize this conspicuous habit, she is often shown at the perspective of her feet. There's just something very cute and relaxing about drawn girls' feet. Anyone else agree? And uh, user Nap Club commented, everyone with a foot fetish who watches anime, uh, which yeah. is basically <laughs> everyone who watches anime. <laughs> yeah. And probably everyone with a foot fetish, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, I am pleased to announce that we will be doing a foot fetish episode uh, in the near future, <laughs> uh, which is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I think this is even news to Christians, so... Everybody, I hope, hope you enjoy it. Uh, I'm not sure we will necessarily. Um, there's a chance we'll have a guest joining us who uh, <laughs> is so, sort of infamous for his uh, proclivity for feet. I see where this is going. Okay, great. Now, this is a post from Facebook. Agomenasai. My name is Aken Sama. I'm a 27-year-old American otaku. That's anime fan for you gaijins. I draw anime and manga on my tablet and spend my days perfecting my art and playing a superior Japanese games like Disgaea, <laughs> Final Fantasy, the Persona series. I train with my katana every day. Oh, this no. superior weapon can cut clean through steel because it is folded over a thousand times and is vastly superior to any other weapon on earth. I earn my... <laughs> 
I earned my sword license two years ago, and I've been getting better every day. I speak Japanese fluently, both kanji and the Osaka dialect, and I write fluently as well. I know everything about Japanese history and the Bushido code, which I follow 100%. When I get my Japanese visa, I am moving to Tokyo to attend a prestigious high school to learn more about their magnificent culture. I hope I can become an animator for Studio Ghibli or a game designer. I own several kimonos, which I wear around town. I want to get used to wearing them before I move to Japan so I can fit in easier. I bow to my elders and seniors and speak Japanese as often as I can, but rarely does anyone manage to respond. Wish me luck in Japan. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> now, okay. <laughs> let's, let's picture this guy, okay? Yep. Um, what, okay, obviously... It almost doesn't need to be said, but wildly obese. Yeah, 270. Uh, ex- 270 extremely up, yeah. white. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he's got, I'm going to guess. Yeah? He's got, he's got like, the the neck beard thing where it's just, just along, but he also has, like, the really wispy mustache. And then he has Absolutely. the bangs straight down <laughs> that are, like, they look like broom bristles. <laughs> just, yeah, and then the rest of the hair is, like, cut, kind of, like, buzz cut. But the... He ha- he does have ba- a bang situation going on. Absolutely, uh, picturing a lot of gums when he smiles. <laughs> real red, real red. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, and very very red cheeks at all times. Um, probably wears Crocs, but you know, okay. hey, for some hey. folks, that's a uh, fashion statement of some sort. I'm sure. XXL black T-shirt with some sort of silk like uh, anime printed. Uh, over shirt over top of it. Absolutely, that goes without saying. Uh, yeah, this guy rocks certainly. So, um, so beside the uh, <laughs> the the uh, interpretive reading that you were doing on that, I have a couple mm-hmm. things. Uh, sword license. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you gotta have that. This, I mean, all right. If you're gonna, if you're gonna carry, you gotta be you gotta be. It's within the, the law, right? It's one of the most feared weapons <laughs> in the world. God. Yeah. Okay. The other the other thing I notice here is this is a 27 year old man who is obsessed <laughs> with Japanese culture, who is planning on moving to Japan <laughs> to attend yeah. a high school. <laughs> yes. Okay. A prestigious one, by the way. Yeah. There's a uh, numerous red flags just throughout. <laughs> This entire post. That's right. Um, <laughs> just <laughs> casually wearing kimonos <laughs> with no- yeah. nothing underneath it. Just the kimono. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Lots of lots of red flags or a, or lead frags. Now, if you want to go and read the next post, that'd be great. <laughs> this is from our advice. I'm addicted to hentai, and I think I'm starting to ser- it's starting to seriously affect my mental health. Yes. So I'm As a nineteen. Seen already in this episode is very possible. <laughs> so I'm a nineteen male. I think I have an addiction to hentai. I've been masturbating to it every single night for years, and I can feel it messing up my relationships. I've started watching stuff where women get kidnapped and turned into sex slaves and stuff, and genuinely enjoying it. And that in particular is what's worrying me the most. My nights mostly consist of studying, then watching hentai before going to bed and fantasizing about kidnapping some girls or something equally ridiculous. Mm. It (laughs) hasn't really started affecting my personal life yet, but I'm getting increasingly worried. I don't have a gigantic pool of friends due to me being moderately shy, but the ones I am Mm. close with, I'm so close that I can't imagine anything actually separating us. One thing that has really started worrying me surrounding them, however, is that last week I almost accidentally sent the name of a hentai to a group chat instead of typing Mm -hmm. it into the search bar. Mm -hmm. Things like that and me opening up Google Google Chrome on my phone and my best friend possibly seeing the list of recommended words at the top of my keyboard are what are starting to worry me the most about my addiction. I'm starting to get incredibly worried and need someone to talk to who won't judge. Yeah. Mm. Username Zardonix replied, just at night, amateur. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I kind of agree, right? Like, <laughs> If you're going to go all in. Yeah. <laughs> like just doing something once a night hardly counts as an addiction. I mean, if you're, I guess if you're like doing heroin once a night, that's, 
don't know. That still even doesn't seem like <laughs> it's, it's a, pa- it's it's a pa- bad bad plan. It's a hobby yeah. at that point, right? It's not an addiction. It's just, yeah, it's a it's a it's a time waster. It's just right. Like like you just DM one woman every night. So it's not. <laughs> I wouldn't say that's an addiction. <laughs> Open up my Word Pad, my document, my fucking Excel document. You have the <laughs> the the alarm set on your phone for. 8.45 p.m. and then once it ticks off you hit that send and you're like all right i'm set for the night <laughs> put on my nightcap and immediately <laughs> fall asleep yeah <laughs> and just wake up to find out that's your block so um this is a post from facebook i've been watching hentai for years huh. i can now confidently say that hentai is shit mm. i've denied this fact for so long but the truth is fuck hentai fuck hentai bro Hentai is some of the worst animation I've ever seen. It's just motherfucking loops playing over and over again with the same awkward-ass angles. The character design and anatomy is always horrendous. The faces all look the same, bro. I swear the same studio makes all the hentai. The titties are always mo-fucking-yoga-ball-size. That shit ain't hot at all. It's just disturbing to see those enormous udders on a skinny-ass motherfucker. And sometimes there's fucking milk squirting out. Bro, that's nasty, bro. Get the fuck out with that shit. I'm an ass guy, and the hentai industry has no love for us at all. It's all about these disgusting titty team lowlifes with their gargantuan knockers. Bro, it's just these ginormous titties are fucking lowly shit. Miss me with that lowly shit. Enough said, bro. Mm. I think I've only seen one hentai with amazing animation and art. I forgot what it was called, but it was about some swim team guy with a swimsuit fetish. Very nice masterpiece. <laughs> Anyways, don't even get me started on the plots, bro. Bro, why is everything about ugly bastard and the cuck shit, bro? What the fuck? If I see some ugly old fuck, I just click off real quick. But that's like 90% of all hentai. What the fuck? Give me some <sighs> vanilla shit, bro. The fuck? All these shitty-ass hentais have got me to the point where I would rather read some hentai manga than watch fucking hentai. I would rather be staring at the, my tiny-ass phone screen reading the tiny-ass text on hentai manga than watch fucking voice color and animated shit. I guess the moral of the story is to stick to 3D porn. 3D porn. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, going to assume that just means... Uh, <laughs> real uh, real people, pornography. Human beings, yeah. <laughs> is what most people just call porn. Yeah. So for somebody that uh, admittedly hates hentai, this guy, it sounds like he watches a whole lot of it, uh, if that's yeah, the he's, case. Yeah, uh, he's watched more than than someone who, uh, like me, who doesn't like it, for example, who hasn't watched any of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't have to see it to understand fact, I would not probably, be interested in it. <laughs> this guy probably has more of an addiction than any, anyone else if he hates it and still does it every single fucking day, it sounds like. God damn. Yeah. And again, somebody that would post this to a public, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's yeah the level of of mental illness behind just like writing this screed that anyone can see is completely beyond me. But good for him. I hope he can find the three D porn he's looking for and that will satisfy his whatever urge he has. Mm. He'll do all right. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Someone asked Cora, how has anime influenced your life? Kayla Thomas, seemingly average college student, 2019 to present, answered, I'm not a huge anime fan, as I'm just a person who has gotten back into anime over the past year or so, but it will always have a special place in my heart that I feel like some simply don't understand. And she does a breakdown of how it's affected her life. It becomes the outlet to my stress. As a high schooler who deals with the stressors of life like anyone else, I end up stressing about something every day, and sometimes it gets so excessive that I have to take a step back away from school and life to focus on my own mental health. And anime has really helped me find a way to take my mind off of school, sadness, or struggle temporarily until I feel a little bit better. It allows me to experience what it feels like to be a child again. I'll admit, I'd fucking love to be a ninja from the Leaf Village going on missions and fighting along badass and OP shinobi. It would be amazing <laughs> to play volleyball on the Karasano team with Hanata and Kaigayama. Mm. These oh, little sure. things and wishes that I had as a child and even now makes me appreciate how simple and exhilarating it is to watch an anime with a simple heart and mind. So as a child, she, uh, she fought with ninjas and played <laughs> volleyball with Hanata and Kaigayama? Is that's that what right. she's, uh, yep. That's what she experienced as a child? Yep, that takes her right back. Anime gives me a way to live a fantasy. Sometimes I really want to run away from the things that I encounter in life. And though this may not be a great way to actually face my problems, I'm grateful that I can always turn to an anime series that seems more interesting than my own. To all the other anime fans out there, have you ever watched a character so perfect that your expectations for others in real life simply don't compare? 
Hence the fangirling when some of my favorite characters come on screen. There are some valuable lessons to learn from anime. Naruto explains the importance of bonds and never giving up to achieve your dreams. Death Note peers into the concept of justice and the means to achieve justice through shifting side of goodness and evil. Haikuya demonstrates the importance of working as a team to improve yourself and becoming the best person you can be. Parasite delves on the concept of humanity and its complexity as a species. There's always something to take away, life lessons, things to think about, questions raised, and simply an enriching experience. Yeah. Anime gives me a sense of happiness and relief. There's something that I can't express about anime that gives me the sense of giddiness when I watch the next episode, listen to the opening song, see my favorite characters, or listen to an original soundtrack. At least I always have something to look forward to when I'm down, because these things seem to always be there for me when I need to reach out and I'm need them some comfort. Anime for the soul? Absolutely. Pathetic. <laughs> it's something that I don't think I'll ever regret. Some people say that watching anime is a waste of time. Others say that ma the manga will be better. But as a visual person who puts together the animation, colors, artworks, voices, and emotion into one beautiful picture to soothe my soul, I can guarantee that I'll never regret the presence of anime in my life. Hmm. Yeah. That sucks. Um, <laughs> that's just so many words to just say you like something. Uh, and it's the only the only thing you have yeah no. well mm, 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 mm. speaking of regret uh-huh let's talk about a woman who probably regrets meeting her boyfriend from the relationship advice subreddit my boyfriend keeps showing me photos of anime traps oh boy Okay. My boyfriend and I have been dating for over a year now, and we have both bonded about our love for anime. We love sending each other fan art, comics, etc., and about our favorite characters and shows. Very all in our relationship, we even started sending our favorite hentai mangas as recommendation for each other to read. And at first I thought this would adversely affect our relationship, because I wasn't sure if I would enjoy sharing or being shown pages of unrealistic sexy women. But nevertheless, it didn't bother me, and just proved how comfortable I was with him. However, as soon as this started, he started sending me pics and uh, and manga about his favorite anime traps with comments like, ah, oh, he's cute, and he's my waifu, so hot, <laughs> etc. <laughs> he also occasionally sends me photos of real-life traps and comments about how cute they look. Ooh, hmm. On top of this, he has a thing for getting pegged. Now, I hope this doesn't come off as wrong, but his pegging fetish, along with his liking for traps, is making me extremely insecure. It's like I'm jealous because I know he's really into small-built, cute men with dicks. I'm not small-built, and I don't have a dick either. Great. It's come to a point where I feel internal jealousy and anger when I see such a character in a show. I've confronted him many times about this, and he just says, they're just fictional characters, and you're perfect for me. I really love my boyfriend, but I need a way to get over this insecurity. Am I overreacting? How do I get across my feelings to him without sounding like a whiny girlfriend? Advice would be appreciated. And uh, this is a response from user OddNature2 that received 12 downvotes. He's a homosexual. Mm-hmm. 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 Which is apparently uh, <laughs> a lot of people think is impossible to imagine. <laughs> that could be true. He uh, he tested those waters and he dove in ass first. He really just... Uh, he Yeah, he mm, just slid right on down. <laughs> yeah, getting pegged while talking about how hot uh, cartoon of a dick is. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, sis, I, sis, I, I don't think tell it's an impossible <laughs> idea to think he's possibly not the straightest fellow around. Oh. But. Is it me? <laughs> she thought, she's like, is it me, though? Is it just... Mm -mm. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Never share uh, your, your favorite attractive people with your girlfriend by the way yeah. that just seems nope. like a horrible idea nope. nope there's no way that can possibly end well in any possible way <laughs> great 3 a.m so you're thinking about her what are you talking mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. yeah all right <laughs> there's a character in dragon ball named mr popo and mm -hmm. he's a uh, some sort of minor deity in the franchise and he's dressed in this uh, stereotypical stereotypical genie outfit with the uh, turban and the little vest and all that. He's uh, mm. also completely solidly black, and he has mm. no facial features aside from big, round, white eyes and a set of huge red lips. Mm. Uh, real, <laughs> really, really <laughs> something to see. And uh, Mr. Popo's obvious racist depiction has been a hot topic basically since he was introduced. 
Uh, but he was recently back in the news when the DBZ mangas were re-released with changes made to his appearance. So what they did is they just went in and just photoshopped his lips so they weren't there. So it was just mm-hmm. black black face with, with eyes better. in the mouth. Yep. A Twitter account, at Censored Gaming underscore, commented on this. Mm. Viz Media still to this day refuses to show Mr. Popo with his original lips in their Dragon Ball Z manga releases. And then they put a side beside of the original and then the updated one. At Junker Woodland replied, If it were only a few instances of characters with black features being altered, it wouldn't be as unacceptable. But even the most recent editions, Viz themselves referred to as uncensored, retain other artwork changes. Viz's handling of DB sucks. At Wet Sprocket asked, Did they take out Goku's dick again? They seem to change their mind on this matter a lot. <laughs> and Junker Wolin responded, In terms of male genitalia, there's no consistency in any of Viz's editions. In recent releases, some instances remain, others don't. I don't think they're actively censoring, rather they're reproducing prior releases while failing to maintain a history of existing alterations. Mm-hmm. So, so. Everyone's happy. <laughs> So what started as uh, the S- the damn SJWs are getting rid of Mr. Popo turned into, yeah, but can you still see Goku's dick? That's yeah. I, I'm, that's the big... <laughs> it's just not... In terms of male genitalia, it's not a tweet you should ever begin. <laughs> you know? It's just not going to go a great direction. Uh, so uh, they, they took his dick out at some point? Why was his dick... Why was Goku's dick involved <laughs> at any point ever? I guess is my question. If anyone can answer that. I can't, cannot tell you. Okay. Uh, today I fucked up as a great subreddit for people who get their latest, to get their latest fuck ups off their chest. Here's one. Today I fucked up big time. I'm not into hentai myself, but I happen to have a hentai as my lock screen because of my stupid friends. Mm-hmm. I decided mm-hmm. to keep it for a little while because it amused my friends. <laughs> one day I visited my 90 year old grandpa with increasingly severe memory loss at his nursing home. We decided to call my dad so he could say hello. That was when I fucked up. I unlocked my phone while sitting next to him, and he saw this pink-haired Japanese girl doing things with an object. He asked me about it, and since some spectators were there laughing so hard, I told him hentai, thinking he'd forget it. Well, he didn't, and we got a call back from the place saying he had introduced hentai to other people and was watching it publicly in the library. I was mortified and also trying not to laugh, so my dad didn't realize it was me. Apparently, I wasn't paying attention, but when I told him hentai, he wrote down on a note, hentied. <laughs> Spell check did me dirty that day, and all I could imagine is a bunch of 90-year-olds trying to get off to Japanese schoolgirls. Like, nice. didn't they try to kill the Japanese in the war? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, uh, okay. The guy's 90 years old. I mean, mm-hmm. you can let him That's live fun. out his last few remaining days watching disgusting Japanese animation. Who cares? Like, who sure. cares? Like... <laughs> Yeah. Who's he hurting, right? Yeah, uh, there's going to be a lot of 90-year-old weebs one day, which is uh, <laughs> pretty funny to imagine. Uh, yeah, my, my my lock screen just happens to be hentai because of my friends. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> okay, Damn buddy. weebs. Yeah, we get it. Speaking of weebs, oh. uh, someone asked Cora, should calling people weeb be considered racist? And a guy named Frederick Christie answered, depending on the context, possibly, but in general, no. Mm. Weeb is commonly used to indicate either that a person is enamored with Japanese culture to the point of monomaniacal fetishism or as a criticism of certain Japanese tropes and conventions that don't always translate very well. An example, big eyes, small mouth animation style. Unless the implication is that Japanese culture is actually on the whole inferior or that the speaker thinks that the Japanese themselves are weird or dysfunctional and thus produce weird and dysfunctional art, rather Mm. than just expressing (laughs) a personal distaste in a hyperbolic slang format, I don't think that it's racist or even really ethnocentric or nationalist. It might be closed-minded and stupid or judgmental, but usually not racist. Mm. So pretty pretty cut and dry explanation there, sure. Well, uh, here's a tweet from uh, at Marlon Vids on Twitter, whose avatar is, you guessed it, an anime character. Mm -hmm. So this is one of the clapping hand emojis. So in between every word is the clapping hands. Oh, hell yeah. Weeboo is a slur. Weeboo is a slur. Weeboo is a slur. Weeboo is a slur. 
stop mm-hmm. making fun of us for watching anime. We already sure. get bullied at school, and now you want to bully us online? <laughs> it's unfair. Stop this. <laughs> Just being consistent is all. Right? <laughs> Just, yeah. We're going to bully you there. Let's do it here, too. Uh, I never even considered using the term weeaboo because... It's the kind of word that like sounds even more embarrassing to say than like someone who's just actually super into anime, you know? Like I I would feel pathetic even saying that word. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like you you say it and you're like, "Oh, I wish I didn't say." It. <laughs> oh, like, did I really just say that word? Like just call the guy gay. Like that's what you really want to say. Don't add this this special slur. It's not even it's not even a good one. You got to have some more. If you're going to, you know what? They don't just even, call them the N-word. They don't just, even bleep it on it. TV. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, one day. Uh, <laughs> hey, folks, if you got nothing else better to do with your time or money, go to patreon.com slash report this post where you will find bonus episodes every week uh, of this show, including additional content from the main show that we you won't be able to hear for free. You, you got to pay a couple bucks a month for it. And over there as well, you can join various levels that will allow you to, uh, for example, select an episode topic, which was uh, <coughs> done last week in the Landlord episode that was chosen by a patron. Uh, we have another one coming up, I believe, fairly soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, people can, when you join at the, I think, $10 level after a spell, you get like a T-shirt and all these things happen. Uh, so anyway, go check it out, patreon.com slash report this post to look into all the details <laughs> that. We should that. probably know what, what the levels are, but we're not, well, not even going to bother checking. Just, folks, we're not, we, we, we read other people's stuff online. <laughs> we don't read our own things, so <laughs> that's, you guys can do that. Now here's a thread I found titled, I just watched some anime that was questionable in taste and heavy in fan service okay. from the subreddit rmigtow. I had a great fucking time. Maybe some remote ancestral four times removed herbivore Japan weeb heritage is showing, but the fact that some of these fictional women have more feminine qualities than real women is notable. It's a fantasy to be sure, but at least it's one I can fully appreciate and enjoy without potentially catching an STD or losing half of my shit. Did I mention the nagging? It's a bit sad, though, in terms of introspection. Watching this show and seeing the main character and one of the female cast just sleeping made me realize some of what I actually wanted from relationships and all that in the past. Mm. You know, the kind of shit you can't really pay for, and even if you do, it's just not genuine. User Chanted Fox responded, I realize it's fiction, but sometimes watching the romance in anime makes you miss that stuff, like you said. And then you go listen to the uninteresting things that come out of any random girl's mouth and watch her glued to her phone. And then you just get sad at reality and go back to anime and hobbies. <laughs> it Okay. <laughs> it's like these guys get like so close to like having some yeah. sort of breakthrough mm-hmm. to, to just like immediately do like a 180 and just like re- retreat back into their like perverted little mind palaces. Like it's so... It's like, mm-hmm. like, oh man, I would love to have a girlfriend, but it's, oh man, it's just very interesting to see this. Um, <laughs> they're they're a great they're a great uh, group of folks. Uh, certainly enjoy them. <laughs> yeah, enjoy I, the you enjoy offer. them. All the- <laughs> You're always looking yeah. at that stuff. What's hey, going yeah, on? Yeah, go to twitter.com/slash/report this post. You'll see I'm, I've. Uh, I basically do a daily MGTOW post, um, and uh, you get to see all sorts of fun stuff that those guys love to, to espouse on the internet. Those uh, red-pilled fellas, they have a lot to say. <laughs> you're, you're turning. You're taking your, what is it? You're getting red-pilled now. I'm joining your your path, actually. Oh, we'll see. I'm taking the righteous path. What's that, the mm-hmm. blue one? Is that blue, purple, whatever mm-hmm. it is? Uh, okay. <laughs> you know. So on that topic... A guy went to our men's lib to talk about cartoons. Mm-hmm. The dichotomy between the personalities of DBZ characters Goku and Vegeta is one of the best portrayals of healthy versus unhealthy masculinity in modern media. I am fairly new to the community here, 
Initially, I found myself wandering down a reactionary path due to personal happenings and consumed a lot of information from MGTOW, Red Pill, MRA, etc. However, their literature came across as lacking in substance and against a lot of my beliefs. So I dug further, and this led me to the men's liberation movement. As I read about the missions and aims of the movement, this forced me to reflect on my personal beliefs, and I have now found myself being an ardent supporter of these ideas. I believe men should be more like Goku and stop idolizing Vegeta. And then he breaks down why. Goku, well known for his energetic and caring personality traits, takes most situations in stride. Rarely lets things get him worked up. Not beyond feeling sorrow. Not above feeling shame. Wants to make his loved ones proud of him. Shows genuine concern for the well-being of those close to him. Vegeta is arrogant throughout the series, immensely proud, vengeful, and at sometimes cold. His early heroic acts are because of self-interest or revenge. Massive ego, used to have a bigotry towards other races, considered physical and emotional attachments to be meaningless, and admittedly was repulsed by children. His rivalry, rivalry with Goku and his obsession to surpass him in power. Looking at Goku's traits, it is hard not to see how he embodies many of the tenets of what his ideal masculinity looks like. Strong, caring, even-keeled, not beyond fear, sorrow, and shame, pacifist, and not afraid of showing righteous anger. Meanwhile, we look at Vegeta, and he is arrogant, proud, vengeful, cold, self-interested, rageaholic, egotistical, and is not able to communicate verbal respect and saw attachment as worthless. Now, as he spends more time around Goku and the Earthlings, he comes to change his persona and starts to realize the value that exists in many of the tenets that Goku follows. All of this would not have been possible without his interactions with Goku, though. This is why I see Goku as one of the ultimate learning tools of what it means to be masculine in the modern era. Any thoughts or discussions would be appreciated. And uh, Kaiser100 replied, This is the content I come to men's lib for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Kudos to those guys at uh, Men's Lib and all those other subreddits for typing up so many words that we can just use as filler for our podcast. Just to <laughs> just spackle it over the, the recording and really en- enjoy all the dumb fucking shit they have to think and say. God damn, that stinks. S- sir, thank you for your in-depth analysis of... Goku and Vegeta from the cartoon series Dragon Ball Z. Please. I appreciate, you. I appreciate your scholarly pursuits. <sighs> well, speaking of scholarly pursuits, here's a uh, something I found from Facebook. This guy posted a picture of an anime girl on there, and then he added this. Words can't explain how badly I want to fuck a cane Shinjo. I just want to long dick her cunt till it starts <laughs> squirting and farting all over my dick. Flip her over and start pounding her and having it squeeze and hug my cock till I can't take no more and just come all up in her pussy. Then after I bring her to my knees and furiously fuck her little mouth till I have her mouth drenched with my cum. Oh, you thought I was done? Nah. Then I'll pick her up, hold her, and fuck her relentlessly until I bust another load so huge it'll drip from her vagina. I'll then drop her and see how beautiful she looks while she's shaking and twitching and unable to stand for the rest of the night because of the unstoppable damage my cock did to her nice little pussy and don't get me started on her feet (laughs) okay look i was good with everything up until the foot stuff that's taken a little far (laughs) what Uh, a pervert god damn again posting this publicly is absolutely insane to me just like (laughs) like, yeah on facebook good good okay well, let's move on from the, that for a little bit, if we may. <laughs> uh, user Please. Green Leader posted this on the ideology and philosophy subform over at stormfront.org. Wonderful. I wish to express the idea of creating an alt-right anime. Since it's often associated with the alt-right, why not use it for a tool as a tool for red pilling? <laughs> the backstory is that Rasputin is caught by the Tsar and exposed as a Jew working for the Bolsheviks. Soldiers loyal to the Tsar discovered the Protocols of Zion, the Communist Manifesto, a letter to Karl Marx which has evidence of a plot to rule as a borderless, raceless world from Israel, quote-unquote, or in parentheses, Zionism is exposed, as a capital of the NWO. So, the Tsar sends Rasputin and his buddies to the Gulags and contacts the other ruling dynasties of Europe. 
He advises them of what is going on, and they decide to act once and for all on the JQ, which is the, which is mm-hmm. yeah. Jewish assists are confiscated, and they are rounded up and taken to Palestine, and they are given their own state, and they will no longer allowed to be in Europe, uh, European islands or interfere in European affairs. Their state is the reversals of the United Nations partition plan for Palestine. The Jews get the shitty land while the Palestine get the nice land. Meanwhile, European leaders use this menace to unite Europeans. A European Commonwealth is formed. Peace and integrations happen over time. Eugenics and the media and government policy is all geared towards the prosperity of the white race. The anime will take place in present time. European Union is a white exclusion zone from Britain to Russia with the capital in Berlin. Russia and America and Europe work together in space and have a rotating wheel space station, a base on the moon, and a colony on Mars. <laughs> you show a great thriving, thriving European world, whites have ended slavery and piracy, and though, through trade and missionary expeditions, have created a safe and prosperous world. That's what I've got so far. Let me know what you think. Would it not be cool to do an alt-right anime? Sounds pretty cool, uh, but also sounds like pretty much uh, all anime in, in general, from what I can tell. They all have the same sort of idea, or it's it's that or volleyball. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Volleyball or uh, some sort of camp situation where people need to learn how to play musical instruments. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Those are the three kinds of anime out there. Uh, yeah. White, white, <laughs> white race is superior. Yeah. Right, a, lo- a lot of anime is already sort of caters to the alt-right. <laughs> and speaking of, Moongazer started this thread over on Stormfront. Anime and Negro music. Mm-hmm. Do you watch anime? Do you listen to Negro slash black music? Just curious. Mm-hmm. Then he did a winky face for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Honor is True 14 responded. Well, I do watch cartoons. I've seen Death Note and Bleach. That's about it. As for rap, hippity hop, mumbo jumbo, no. <laughs> Which is how, what, I, what I refer to hip hop as yeah, as well. Yeah, that's right. Uh, another response here from Wald Kind. I don't see how the two things are related, but no to both. <laughs> I have no objection to anime. Just never bother getting into it. Negro music, though, never. The world, all races included, would be better off if all forms of hip-hop were purged. No more degenerate worshipping of greed, violence, prostitution, and drugs. And that includes music made by whites in a Negro-friendly genre. Or even genres that are white on the surface but have destructive effects on our cultural morality. So while I'm a heavy metal fan, I keep to fantasy, (laughs) metaphysical, historical, and nationalist lyrics and avoid the puerile, self-indulgent rebel crap that just turns white people into Negroes in disguise. Nice. Yeah, so, he's a he's a man of taste. Then. That's right. He's got his, he, yeah. his uh, is, f- uh, fantasy dragon metal music. That's the <laughs> refined stuff that's good for society. So so yes to some cultures, no mm-hmm. to others. Yeah, I got mm-hmm. it. Okay, yeah, that's that seems to be how they operate generally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. There seems to be one culture they're really interested in. It mm-hmm. seems. Yeah. Good <laughs> God Almighty. Uh, <laughs> Hippity hop mumbo jumbo. That's great. <laughs> That's right. That's very okay. good. <laughs> okay. Haiku Kampache, Squirtle Squad leader, posted on the boards at aminoapps.com. My girlfriend hates anime and now she's making me choose anime or her. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I now have a massive issue. I'm 23 years old and have a total closet anime freak. So I normally hide it from the girls I date by cleaning my house and taking my posters down. And we most of the time go to their house instead of mine. But this girl I've dated for about nine months now, I confessed to her. I showed her my manga collection, 71 books total, not including magazines, and all my posters and cosplay outfits and everything. I thought she was going to be different than the few others I've confessed to over the past four to five years. But she acted the way I never thought possible. She said I was a great guy. She likes my house, my car, our relationship. But she said she didn't realize it was into such childish things, and she also said that it makes me feel uncomfortable. I told her to forget ever seeing this stuff and act like she didn't know, and we could go back to normal. But she said we couldn't. So today, before I went to work, she gave me an option. It's either I leave my anime life and either I live my anime life and she will leave, 
or I have to choose her and get rid of just about everything anime. Movies, manga, posters, collector's items, weapons, the whole shebang. I'm seriously about to dump this chick, but she's really a nice, attractive girl. What should I do, friends? Delete mm-hmm. this app and sacrifice everything I've obtained, or dump the girl and go find a new one and keep my treasure? Please help! Treasure. Vice Crema replied, Ditch her. If she can't accept you for who you are, then she doesn't deserve you. That's so. right, King. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like, There's plenty of pathetic women out there who love anime. You might as well try and get one of those, right? <laughs> Maybe I even mean, on the the app. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure if it's it's an app for uh, bizarre anime f- uh, folks. Uh, yeah, go for. I'm sure you'll find one. Uh, you're a king, man. Don't let these uh, these bitches get you down. She's really nice, but she's making me get rid of my uh, anime weapons. He did say she was uh, very attractive, so I'd say stick it out and get rid of your anime. You, <laughs> I would, I would do that too. Yeah. Now, our last post for this episode has a similar vibe as uh, that one from Reddit. Am I the asshole for asking my girlfriend to act more like an anime girl? My girlfriend is an aspiring actor. I've decided this would be the perfect time to show her some of my favorite animes. She liked them, and when she came home from work today, she was dressed up as one of my favorite girls and acting like her. Right down to the way she sounds and talks. I was so fucking turned on, we started fucking, but during it, she was acting like herself, and I asked her nicely to act like the anime while I'm inside her, but she refused. She said it was creepy and weird, but I really (laughs) wanted to know what it's like to do it with an anime girl, but she just got mad and stopped. I got mad and called her bitch because I wasn't unreasonable, but it turned into a fight. Was I an asshole? Uh, Hmm. Yeah. Yes, you were. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Everyone called him an asshole. Uh, I think the part where he said uh, he wasn't unreasonable and uh, he got pissed off at her for that is what what people are upset about. Uh, Yeah. It's, I mean, look, feel free to, uh, there's, there's a delicate way to bring these things up, right? Yeah. You could, you could, you could introduce it rather than just (laughs) do it. Is a, is a good just, good idea. Just just keep doing that thing and and don't act like yourself, please. Ah, you know, terrific. Mm. Well, folks, there's a uh, whole bonus anime episode over at Patreon.com/slash report this post with uh, about 19 more posts covering such topics as bodybuilding, waifu pillows, and several guys who want to fuck drawings of children. <laughs> so head over to. <laughs> Patreon.com slash report this post to hear all of those truly, truly awful posts. Uh, But in the meantime, what we're going to do now is preview next week's episode. Next week I'm report this post. Next week I'm report this post. Next week I'm report this post. More of the same old shit. Christian, can you go ahead and tell the fine folks at home what the hell is next week's episode all about? Rasslin. Rasslin? You mean That's the right. the uh that that thing where those uh big fat guys <laughs> pretend to fight each other and then Yeah, that's the big uh, fat guys at home are pretend to be interested in it. It's uh it's called sports entertainment. Mm. So get you should probably get yourself familiarized with it before that's next right. week. That's true. Yeah, and uh, we're actually going to have a guest joining us uh in in the studio to to talk about this, a uh, former wrestler uh, himself. Mm-hmm. Um, do not get excited. Is not Hulk Hogan, my uh, high school alum. <laughs> it's uh, someone similar, but not not quite. Uh, but we'll we'll talk about that next week. And uh, what we're going to do now is I'm going to read a post uh, that I found that's on the topic of wrestling, so you guys can get a little taste. Uh, And here it is from the Today I Fucked Up subreddit. I was in a new high school with absolutely no friends whatsoever, and because I was very socially awkward, I tried to avoid any direct confrontations with any individual whatsoever, so I never really made any friends. However, in my fourth block, there was this girl who I just seemed to have clicked with because out of all the students in the entire building, she was the only one I actually really talked to. Skip a couple of weeks, I'm coming into my class when she decides to greet me with a friendly hug. Mm. In this moment, I was completely frozen because I'd never really physically interact with anyone, especially females. 
So in this moment, I go full brain dead, and as she's approaching me with open arms, I decided I was going to try and be funny and pick her up from her waist and throw her over my shoulders, but the second she sees me go down and try and pick her up, I can just see the complete and utter confusion in her face (laughs) as she was just simply wanting a quick hug. But as I picked her up just to make things ten times worse, I shout, WWE Super Slam! And she's screaming, and for some reason, my heart just dropped, realizing what I was doing, and instead of lightly setting her down, I just fucking drop her, and she slams right into a cluster of desks, making this massive crashing sound in the middle of the room. I went to ask her if she was okay, but she started crying her eyes out, basically asking me what the fuck was wrong with me. So, folks... It's going to be a good episode. I can, can just feel it, just taste it. There was, uh, I don't know about you, but I knew several guys like that. And, uh, oh, yeah. Not just oh, like yeah. wrestling guys, but guys who had just impossible <laughs> to understand social societal, social clues or anything. Just like, uh, just big dumb guys. <laughs> oh, boy. Just walk up to you and just shove you to a locker for no. Just like, hey man, what's up? It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> like you're why, like, is he a boy? Why are you no, he's me? just, he's just kind of dumb, I guess. <laughs> oh boy. Well, folks, look forward to that one. Uh, it should be, should be a, a big fat load of fun. And oh, uh, speaking of big fat loads, Christian, were there any mm. posts this week that made you say? This ain't it. This ain't it. Why'd you post this message? This ain't it, Kill yourself. Yeah, so uh, this guy came up on Twitter this week. His name mm-hmm. is K.W. Miller, and he's a constitutional conservative running for Congress in Florida's 18th Conditional District. Great. So uh, he believes in American ex. <laughs> exceptionalism and uh, he tweeted this out over the weekend beyonce is not even african-american she is faking this for exposure Uh. her her real name is Anne marie lestrazi she is italian this is all part of the soros deep state agenda for the black lives matter movement beyonce you are on notice Hashtag Great Awakening, hashtag QAnon, hashtag WWG1WGWA, hashtag Trump 2020. And he continues, you all do know that Beyonce's song Formation was a secret coded message to the globalists, I certainly hope. The song clearly admitted that she was a demonic and that she worshipped in the Satanist churches located in Alabama and Louisiana. She Mm. keeps Satanist symbols in her bag. Wow. Uh, I believe that's in reference to the hot sauce in her bag line in that. Mm. (laughs) In the Satanist Formation song, Beyonce shouts out a black Bill Gates in the making. Consequently, in 2020, we see Black Lives Matter terrorizing the country at the same time as Bill Gates pushes a COVID vaccine. She was getting the ladies in formation four years ago. Why? Mm -hmm. That's such a good question. (laughs) I'm also, I think I I had no idea. uh, You said it keeps a hot sauce in a bag. That's from Mm -hmm. the song by her? That by her. Yep, yep, yep. See, I, I never knew that. I, I was always wondering why people thought Hillary saying that was uh, like pathetic. I, I just thought, like, I guess she likes hot sauce. I don't know. No, it was a Beyonce thing. <laughs> now, okay, now I, it makes sense that she would do that, but that's that's very funny. Um, by the way, I keep hot sauce in my bag, too, by the way. It's not <laughs> You also uh, make it, right? That's true, so yeah. You so got to put that uh, in there. A couple layers of uh, mm, cultural appropriation. <laughs> Great. Okay. Uh, yeah, that guy rules. Um, the reason, okay, there it is actually a theory that this uh, Italian Anne Marie Lestrassi is Beyonce, and the reason why is because she, uh, this is a real person. It just kind of looks like Beyonce. <laughs> like if you if you Google that person, you'll just see like, oh, it's just like kind of like a lookalike. Uh, yeah. Like enough to be like, oh yeah, I can see it, but not enough to be like. Yeah, this is a hidden life that this Satanist Beyonce is leading. <laughs> but uh, that's pretty cool. Um, good luck to that guy in uh, November when he's running for. <laughs> he'll probably win pretty easily, knowing Florida, knowing everything. Oh yeah, 
Oh, yeah. Uh, before we get to my This Ain't It Chief, do we have any listener vo- voicemails? We do. We do. So uh, last week's bonus episode we did was on uh, or uh, the Hamilton Hamilton show that came out. That's right. And uh, Your Thomas Jefferson. Musical. That's right. Uh, now, you didn't see that, but uh, Thomas Jefferson was a big part of the uh, that show. Uh, because he was a historical figure around the same time there as Alexander Hamilton. I kind of figured, uh, (laughs) just from my knowledge of history in general. (laughs) I was hoping so. So a friend of the show, Rigel, here, he called in a post related to Thomas Mm -hmm. Jefferson, and I'd like to play it for you now. Great. Hey, Post reporters. Uh, It's your pal over here in Largo. Um, I saw a really bad post that I wanted to call in. Uh, this is on the subject of the Thomas Jefferson and George Washington statues uh, being destroyed in the uh, current unrest across the nation. And there is an individual on the Nation States Forum that made the following post. Uh, this is, of course, in reference to Thomas Jefferson's sexual proclivities uh, with young slaves uh, that, uh, that he then had in his possession at the time. Um, User Saiwania, uh, who has made 17,000 posts on this forum, uh, said the following in response to an accusation of Jefferson raping children. He says, those older than 12 years of age weren't considered children back in the 18th century. And if she was a slave in a time where slavery was legal and common, they were considered property in the same sense as a chair or desk is property. Hence, it was fully within Jefferson's rights to do as he wished with them. Mm-hmm. It might be senseless and bad, but the owner of a chair is still fully within their right to break that chair into pieces. <laughs> that is what they want to do. I read that post and I said, this ain't it, Chief. Thank you. Oh, my God. Look, <laughs> if, if you have a chair and... You want to fuck it. <laughs> yeah, Look, maybe that. we can't make sense of it, but hell, who am I to stop you, right? Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. It's, <laughs> uh, how is that a... Def- like, <laughs> I know. You have like, to know how you're like, writing that like this. I, I'm, I'm not on the good side. I'm not on the right side of history with this one. <laughs> Look, my logic may not sound sane, but it is definitely sound. So... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like, got that on my side, yeah. Good oh my God. God. <laughs> Thank you, Rigel. Uh, if you guys out there want to uh, hear your own voice on uh, This Ain't It, Chief, you can call 904-468-POST. It's 904-468-7678. Leave a voicemail. Uh, feel free to have just a couple of beers before. Nothing more <laughs> than that. Uh <laughs> Uh, more, more than two, less than six, please. Yeah, we had some guy recently who I think just called and just said the number. <laughs> he I don't know. It wasn't ha- he doesn't the, know how phones work or anything. It wasn't even the, but it wasn't even the right number. Like so off by I don't a know what, what that guy was was doing. But uh, anyway, uh, I got my own uh, my own post here. I'm going to read. This is from R off my chest. I have a big fart, pee, and shit fetish. I can't get ass, and one day while walking behind a Walmart in the late afternoon, I found a treat, a bag with trash and filled with soiled pampers, little pink diapers with pictures of kittens on it or some shit. I must confess I was high on meth and a little drunk. I couldn't resist but to steal the stranger's dirty nappers and use the rancid, mushy poop as makeshift lube. The poop reeked of grease and sulfur. Cramming my cock into the warm, smelly nappy and jerking off for about three sessions while watching fart fantasy videos on my phone, I imagined a petite blonde girl shitting all over my cock while I smeared her shit all over her ass crack. By the third time, the shit was crusted all over my penis and balls. It was like jerking my cock in potato salad. I blew a massive glob all over the feces and moaned. The semen turned brown and crusty. I am so disgusted in myself. Is there a chance I might get some sort of rash or STD? I washed off with soap and had no cuts mm-hmm. on my penis. Can I be forgiven? <laughs> I'm considered seeing a sexual therapist. All advice appreciated. Oh. 
so to that post, I say, uh, you know what, pal? This ain't it, chief. Folks, thanks for listening to another spectacular episode of Report This Post. Again, patreon.com slash report this post. You will find uh, not, ne- not content quite as good as that, but uh, <laughs> some pretty good stuff. Uh, <laughs> Christian might be uh, exiting the show at this point, so it might be your last chance to hear him uh, exit the door. And uh, one day we'll he'll come back when he realizes just how much he misses those uh, <laughs> fart pee and shit posts that we we love to we love to read, don't we, folks? No. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>